Bubbler Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. I'm Annalise Henzel. It's finally summer, the favorite time of year for most beachgoers in this part of the world. But Milwaukee once was home to a unique fellow who tanned year-round at the lakefront. Our Bubbler Talk questioner asked, who was that guy? Well, many people who lived in Milwaukee at the time, like Cynthia Hoffman, know the answer. The man was the late Dick Bacon. During those years, like everybody knew who Dick Bacon was. Everybody knew who he was. Hoffman shares this vivid memory of bacon. The first thing I think of is this ultra, ultra crispy tan body. And he would have this sort of tinfoil or metal contraption that he would sit in down by the lake and um, (laughs) crisp himself. In the colder months, no matter how cold, drivers along Lincoln Memorial Drive would see Bacon reclining in his silver reflective enclosure. It was an eye-catching sight, and many people would honk and wave. Bacon would smile and wave back. But he wasn't just known for the winter time tanning. I became aware of him in the 60s when I was a child, and my friends and I sort of knew him as Mr. Bradford. That's Jim Stingle, columnist for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. He recalls Bacon practically inhabiting Bradford Beach in the summer, typically wearing a Speedo swimsuit or something else skimpy. Most of the time that I was aware of him here, he was a middle-aged man, too. He wasn't like a, you know, a a 22-year-old or something, but he had a fantastic physique, you know, which he had won awards for. He had been involved in, you know, Mr. Nude Universe kind of things. Stingle says for Bacon, it wasn't just about showing off his body. The time at the beach was a way of life. And Stingle says Bacon was quoted as saying, there's nothing for me but the sun, the sand, and the sea. He was a character in so many ways. You know, he was a nudist. He was was a brewery worker, which made him very Milwaukee. His whole life was devoted to leisure, and he was very unashamed about that. Stingle became a columnist at the newspaper in 2000. He had been so intrigued by Bacon that he reached out to him in the early days on the job. One of the first things I wanted to do was call Dick Bacon and set up uh, a meeting with him where he and I would get together and hang out in his aluminum foil tanning booth that he would set up on winter days at the lakefront. And he claimed it was 80 degrees inside all that reflective aluminum foil. And he was very nice, and he said, yeah, sure, he said, why don't we wait? When it gets cold again, we'll get together. And then he died. Stingle points out Bacon died at the age of 67, not of skin cancer, as people might assume, but rather of a heart attack. Stingle covered Bacon's memorial service and says he would have loved the tributes shared, but not the fact that it was held indoors with everyone clothed. Dick Bacon lived on for a time in art commissioned by the former Altera Coffee, which has since become Colectivo. The art was a drawing for the label of one of Altera's coffee blends. Co-founder Lincoln Fowler says the Altera team was attracted to Bacon and his unabashed approach. I think he was ahead of his time in the fact that I think back then people were, it was kind of uh, scandalous and now it's, you know, kind of an arm shrug. Uh, No big deal. He was an individual. He, I don't think, uh, paid a lot of regard for what people thought of how he conducted his life. And, and there's something really attractive about that. But Fowler says more importantly, Bacon was a good fit for the label because Altero's motto was strong coffee since 1993. And Bacon was known for his strong body. I remember hearing an interview on Terry Gross's NPR, actually, that was uh, talking to a stevedore 
uh, he said that the most difficult load in any ship's hold was coffee because it was just difficult to handle. It was heavy. It was obviously dead weight. We connected Dick with loading coffee in kind of the context of exporting or importing coffee. And there you had it. He was there on the label, gripping a bag by two ends and either swinging it onto a pallet or out of a hold. In the drawing, Bacon is depicted as a working man wearing a white sleeveless t-shirt as opposed to the swimsuit he donned so often. Even so, Fowler says many people could tell Bacon was the model and Bacon got a kick out of the recognition. And that wasn't the only way Bacon's world intersected with art or with being the center of attention. He posed nude for art classes, including a drawing class Cynthia Hoffman took at UWM in the 1980s. So on this particular day, um, we're all waiting and the model was somewhat late. So we're waiting, waiting, waiting. And you can hear back behind the screen, you know, someone's arrived and someone's disrobing. And he strolls out from behind the screen and the, the room went silent. It went silent like someone had turned off the volume in a second. Hoffman says the students were shocked to see such a tan body up close and so much of it. He's certainly sunbathed in the nude is what I learned that day. Hoffman says what broke the ice was when a student commented that he'd have to dig around in his paints to find just the right reddish hue to capture Bacon's skin tone. You know what? I have no memory of his modeling ability. (laughs) I don't think I have any drawings from that day. I don't think I have anything left over. It was just sort of this general, oh my God, when he walked out. And you know what? For an old guy, he he was in pretty good shape. <laughs> Hoffman says there's something special about people everyone just seems to know, like Bacon. I think it's the kind of story that would come up at a bar as you age. You know, it becomes kind of a part of our collective culture. And, you know, you might run into someone that you knew in Milwaukee at a certain time and you'd be sitting around and say, oh, God, remember Dick Bacon? Oh, yeah. Remember that time he was the model in our art class? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I love it that there's characters like that in the city. And For the life of me, I don't know how they get to be so widely known. In more recent years, social media has helped make celebrities of sorts out of some local characters. Take the muscular guy who walks briskly and shirtless throughout neighborhoods near downtown. He bears a slight resemblance to Wolverine from the X-Men movies, earning him the nickname Milverine. But Journal Sentinel columnist Jim Stingle says there will never be anyone quite like Dick Bacon. He wasn't bothering anybody or hurting anybody. And uh, he must have played a million games of volleyball on this beach because when you'd come down here, I don't care, it could be a nothing Tuesday and he'd be down there playing volleyball. He was just a single guy who became famous for tanning. And he's really still only the only person in Milwaukee that's famous for tanning, I think. And um, nobody else has stepped in to do it. And maybe that would be lame. But he was truly uh, one of a kind here while he was doing it and has remained that way. And I was thinking about it the other day, if he were alive today, he would turn 86 this year. <laughs> and my, my guess is that he'd still be out there. Support for this season's Bubbler Talk comes from Educators Credit Union, a member-owned credit union dedicated to helping those who live and work in Wisconsin make informed financial decisions. More at ecu.com. What's got you scratching your head about the Milwaukee area? Submit your question at wuwm.com slash bubbler talk.